What's going on, Love Quest Nation? Thank you for tuning in to the Love Quest Podcast. Get your Bibles ready, get your notebook, get your coffee, get some water, whatever you need to do, and get ready to receive. The time is right now. Let's go! So for some people, I said, give God a shout for your inheritance. Some people clap. That's, that's not a shout, but it's all good. It's all, it won't bother you this morning. One thing I understand is that my name, I don't know about you, but my name was written in God's will. (laughs) Right. And also I understand when uh, this young lady or any person up here begins to go off track of the song, they step into prophecy, which means God is speaking to you right now. So the power of prophecy is when God is speaking Just like if I have been given the power of eternity over my mom's will or if I have inherited something, I still got to go to the bank and pick up what's mine. So you can come to church all you want to, but you got to step to the teller and you got to give her your name and your right to pick up what's yours. So, so, um, I don't know about you, but it would suck for my mom or anyone to leave me an inheritance and I don't partake in it at all. And that's what we're trying to encourage you is like, for some of you, your miracle is just not being bound by your attitude anymore. Forget a leg growing, forget gold dust. Like a miracle for some of you is laughing again. Miracle for some of you is stop being grumpy or allowing your emotions to be dictated by other people's affirmations of you. That's a miracle. And I don't know about you, but that's we may take waking up in the morning for granted. But ask somebody who didn't. Oh, you can't, right? Okay, right. So the fact that God chose you and tapped you on the shoulder this morning and invested his breath and his spirit of life in you. If that ain't worth shouting over, that you made it here safely, if that ain't, you know. Amen. Amen. And I'm believing for my miracle in my voice today that it clears up as I go. I'm gonna take mine. I took communion in the back. I believe it in Jesus' name. I believe that my voice will clear up and be strong. But more more than a, amen, more, hello, there we go. Come on, y'all gonna have to help me out. More than, uh, and I wanna help bring it down, please. More than, I just wanna help people try to pray with accuracy. I actually don't need my voice clear. I need my voice strong. So I'll take it raspy as long as it's strong. Get that. Some people are praying for things and God's saying, I got strength for you, but I'm gonna let you keep that thorn. 
And you thinking God's not answering the prayer because you still got the thorn. But God said the thorn out is not my answer to prayer. The miracle is that you can walk with the thorn in power. All right. Tell your neighbor is happy to see you this morning. Amen. Good job, you guys. Go have a seat. Go have a seat. Thank you. You can have a seat. Happy to see you this morning. Let me get some tea. Can we give it up for it? Now, let me just give you, so I don't have to do it on the back end. Don't give a first-time attendee no lame round of applause. Can we make some noise for our first-time attendees? <laughs> Amen. Um, where is the mic NT used? Right there? I, I probably should use that one. Yeah. You can keep this on, though, if you want. Just in case I pull away at some point, maybe I'll play with the mic a little bit. Yeah. I want you to just see faith working. Right? Look, if you can't take authority over a sore throat, you can't take authority over cancer. Okay, I'm preaching already. So you practice, you practice authority. Right? You take authority over migraine headaches and you don't just sit there beat up. Now, oh, I can't. Hey, Elder John, can you preach for me this morning? Because I got a sore throat. No, Elder John, preach for me because I can't talk. <laughs> Amen. So bear with me today. Here you go. I'm going to find it. Thank you, sir. And if you can bring that podium up here, yeah, please. Make sure the, the toe ain't sticking out the skirt, please. Thank you. Father, Father, in the name of Jesus, <clears throat> we thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We, you, you, you see, you got like an effect on this one. Thank you. Thank you. Don't <laughs> get this mic out of here. Y'all figure that out. Um, I'm going to just roll with it. I'm going to just roll with it. I don't need no podium right now. I'm good. Remove the crutches. I'm a walk. Tis the season. Tis the season. To be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Right? Say it's my time to take position in the harvest field. It's my time to walk in my anointing to walk in my authority the only reason that I'm alive today in Vancouver in Surrey in British Columbia is to absolutely be a part of transforming culture nothing less my presence in this place has significance I am not waking up another day just to be a wondering generality I am a meaningful specific when I walk in the room everything change Matthew 24 Jesus said watch out for doomsday deceivers many leaders are going to show up with forged identities, claiming I am Christ, 
the Messiah, they will deceive a lot of people. He didn't say they, they will deceive the world. The world's already, they will deceive a lot of believers. This is very important to watch out for. Listen, now when I was praying this morning and when I was studying last night and this morning, listen, the Lord did not show me your face. So this message was not prepared for you unless it was prepared for you. But just know, I don't have people following you, listening to your conversations and reporting to me that you will be at church today. So if you hear something that's pertaining to you, just accept it as the Father cares about you. He said, watch out for doomsday deceivers. He didn't say watch out for doomsday. Am I, I know I'm helping y'all. Am I helping anybody in this smart section? Okay, okay. All right, all right. It would show up with forged identities claiming I am Christ. They will deceive a lot of people. When reports come in of wars and rumors of wars, <clears throat> keep your head and don't panic. When reports come in of wars, have we heard of any reports of wars? Have we heard of any reports of rumored wars? Okay, the Lord said, keep your head, don't panic. You gotta, uh, I, I need to pause there for a second. Don't be entertained by the rumors. Don't be entertained by the doomsday deceivers. Don't be entertained by last day stuff. I'm going to help somebody today. He said, this is routine history. This is routine history. This is no sign of the end. You got your underwear all wrinkled up and you ain't focused and your attention to find out the last day is getting you away from the Savior. Or your lack of attention on the Savior period has possibly set you up to be a victim to the doomsday. To be deceived. This is no time to not be focused. This is no time to try every religion. This is no time to open your hearts up and spirits up to all kinds of doctrine. This is time to get around a spirit-filled, Bible-preaching, Bible-teaching, kingdom-teaching, kingdom-preaching, not mere theology, not your favorite event. Like, find where the Spirit of God is 
and the word is being taught and rhema is being taught and, and what God is saying today is being spoken and set your butt down and get rooted because we going on a ride. <laughs> he said nation will fight nation. Anybody heard about that? You ever, you, anybody see the news or anything? Okay. This was written a long time ago. Right? Rumors back then don't hit like rumors today. They didn't have YouTube. They didn't have social media. So we're the generation that's up for the most deception. All day long, we just believe anything. Fake news, we, we just believe anything. We just, we just are inundated with so much. And if you don't see the God of this world setting himself up for the last day harvest too, there's two sides setting up for harvest. Whose net you gonna get caught in? It says nation will fight nation and ruler fight ruler <clears throat> over and over. Famines. Have we heard of any famines, any droughts, any yeah, yeah right? Okay. And earthquakes. Any earthquake? Anybody heard of earthquakes? I'm from California. I didn't experience a few myself. Famines and earthquakes will occur in various places. How many people warm? How many people cold? Okay, how many people confused? Okay, can we turn the heater off, please? Thank you. This is nothing compared to what is coming. He said that back then. I want y'all to see when he wrote this. This was, this was way back then. He said, what's coming is kind of like back to the future. Right? He said, he said, he told them back then, can you imagine Jesus talking to you saying, hey, bro, chill. We got it good. But what's coming you're going to be happy you ain't living when they was living. Now, as humorous as that is, what does that say about you and I? Because let me help you out. Right here, they wouldn't even feel with the Holy Ghost. You and I, this is why it's such an attack on the feeling of the Holy Spirit and why some of y'all scared to talk in tongues in your heavenly prayer language. It's like back then, way back then, he was saying, what's to come? What we experiencing now ain't nothing on what Thomas and Steph and them about to see and they kids and they kids and Malia kids and see on and ain't nothing compared to what's coming. So what if we said that now to our kids? If we told them nothing that they about to see can compare to what we see. How bad is it gonna get? So how much can you afford to not have Jesus be the center of your life. Because the world will get to a place where you can't work. 
like we normally work. Even how we work today has changed just through two years of pandemic. For John the Baptist, verse uh, Acts, and I just want to, I want to go back, go back. I want to, I want to make sure you understand. Go, go back. Thank you. This is a promise. This isn't a suggestion or a dream. This is a promise. Once you see this, so you can really appreciate what we're about to read. This is a promise. This is this is guaranteed. Jesus can't come back until everything he has told us comes to pass. So if you want Jesus to hurry up and come back, then you want earthquakes to keep happening and you want famine to happen and all this other stuff to happen because he ain't coming back till every every word is fulfilled. Okay. All right. Acts one. We good? I, I kind of like this this because it's making me slow down a little bit. It's making me slow down a little bit. For John the Baptist, John baptized, this is Acts 1. We often just read verse 8. Follow me, follow me. For John baptized you in what? Water. But in a few days from now, you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Why, why, why? So, so when Jesus laid hands on them and when he empowered them to cast out demons, why, why, why do they need another filling? Well, that's not what I'm here to preach about today. But for people out here that think the Holy Spirit, you don't need the Holy Ghost. Oh, I got them when I got saved. Okay. Well, there should be evidence that you feel with the Spirit. Not just you saved. You can be a crackhead and saved. But you can't be filled with the Spirit on crack. <laughs> Amen. Oh, it's a whole lot of crackheads going to heaven. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Listen, you don't, you don't, you don't go to heaven because you smoke. You don't not. You don't go to hell because you smoke crack. You go to hell because you reject Jesus. And smoking crack ain't rejecting Jesus. It's rejecting salvation. Oh, you didn't catch that, huh? It's rejecting the kingdom. In other words, that they cannot, you cannot be on crack and experience heaven on earth. Which is his whole goal. Not that you just die and just go to heaven. Right? And for those that smoke crack in here, this is not a pass to smoke crack. Okay? Okay? Because when you fall in, when you when you encounter grace, you don't want to smoke crack. Amen. All right. Bless you. Every time, every time. Remember in verse twenty, chapter twenty-four, Matthew, he was like, "Man, keep your head, chill out." Here you see a continuation of the scriptures of Luke and you see every time they were gathered together every time so if Jesus say every time what does every time mean sometimes we exaggerate we say everybody always I, that's one of my pet peeves don't come to me saying everybody when somebody get offended they always say everybody always 
somebody, you hurt somebody feelings, they're going to say, love quest people. No, it's not always. It ain't everybody. It ain't never. But when Jesus say every time, I believe he means what? Every time. Every time they were gathered together, they asked Jesus, Lord, is it now the time for you to, to free Israel and restore our kingdom? In other words, is it is now the time? Is this the last day? Is, is, this, is, when, is, this, is, is this when we're about to reign? Is this when the new heaven and the new earth? Is this when, like, all, like many people do today, hey, what do you think of the last days? Oh, hey, I'm gonna share this. I'm gonna share this YouTube. Hey, there's this one pastor that. Why are we so concerned with last day stuff? It's clear in the Bible that's not our focus. If you're so concerned about the last days, then you would win souls because you would know the time is approaching and you really don't want no one lost. No, you're just spiritually nosy and you're looking for your hyper-spiritual and you're chasing supernatural like we have tornado chasers. And having knowledge of the last days make you look smart when you can lay it out and all the dragons and the demons and the lakes and the, shut up. Here's, here's the problem. Because we look crazy. And if you're lost, he's not telling me. You ready? He's not telling me that a false prophet is gonna come up to the lost person and deceive you. He's telling you someone that's in his image, someone that is proclaiming to be a believer is about to put a banner about to tell you better hurry up. He coming back. It is not God's plan that we scare people to heaven. So anything that has to do with scare, it is not God. You better hurry up. Well, you better hurry up and turn that porn off. Like he gonna delay for a little while while you keep watching porn, but they better hurry up and get off crack. No, if you got time to be on porn, they got time to smoke crack. That's revelation. That's a rainbow word right there. Hey, look what he said. He said, he, he said, I want y'all to hear what Jesus said, not Pastor T. He answered, the father is the one who sets the fixed dates and the times of their fulfillment. You are not permitted to know the timing. Here's the difference between time and timing. You're not even permitted to know around the time it's coming. So why are you trying to, is, it, is this it? Like, if Jesus told you he's coming back tomorrow, what are you going to do? You're like, oh, he's coming. No, you're just going to run. But where are you running to? What are you going to say to people? 
if he was coming back tomorrow, are you going to answer your call for one day? Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna stop sinning for one day? Are you like trying to? Okay, I'm gonna sin, sin, sin. Oh, he's coming back tomorrow, Father. In the name of Jesus, forgive me. I repent now in the name of Jesus. No, you're fooling yourself. But here's the thing: might you be one of the deceived because you're chasing the wrong thing? permitted to know the timing of all that he has prepared by his own authority. How arrogant are we trying to find Jesus' pulse? When you coming back? Tell me when you coming back. We supposed to know. Are we? No, we supposed to know him. When you know him, you don't need to know when him coming back because you would celebrate that him is in you. How are you looking for who's to come and not focused on who he is? Like you're so focused on to come that you're abandoning the is. So what we teach this generation is was and to come. And so they're going to go find DJ Khaled because you know what DJ Khaled is? He's alive, which means he is. But us Christians, we historical and we scary future. I wouldn't want to fool with Christianity. We're weird and we're scary. That's not the good news. That dragons are coming. And there's going to be a big boom and he's coming out the sky. I like this voice. Lord, just give me strength. Just give me strength in my voice. Keep the raspy. I'm about to record an album tonight. Funky Cole Medina. <laughs> y'all too, y'all too young for that up in here. <laughs> You're not permitted. So get off of your intellectual horse and receive Jesus again <laughs> he says this is what you should be concerned about but you shall receive power he said what I can tell you in a couple days I can tell you the Holy Ghost coming I can't I can't tell you when I'm coming back. But I can tell you Holy Ghost coming in a few days, so go get ready. He didn't say get ready for my return. He said get ready to be empowered to prepare people for my return. But you shall receive power, ability, efficiency, and might. Let me help you. The Holy Ghost, he comes to prepare you. He doesn't come to scare you or to show you when Jesus is coming back. That's not his job. He said, my father is the only one that knows when this is taking place. And he says, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses. What is the Holy Spirit coming up on you for? To be a what? 
Why do you need the power of the Holy Ghost to be a what? Not to have your own little ministry on the side, not to be independent Christians, not to be, you You need the Holy, you don't need the Holy Ghost or signs and wonders if you're not going to be a witness. Yeah. And the reason why we don't see miracles the way we should, I believe, is because we're too busy trying to be a business and not a witness. Now, don't get me wrong. There is a business aspect. We have to do business and we have to do it well and we have to do it with the best of them and we need a lot of money. But if we are doing what he tells us to do, he will bring us all that we need for the vision. And he said, be my witnesses. Acts 2. But instead, this is the beginning of what was spoken. Now, I want you to see this promise. Because here's the good news. There was a promise about the world. But then he gave us a promise about the kingdom of God. So for the believer, when we hear of earthquakes and rumors of wars and the last days, we shouldn't be scared nor pumping fear. Because we have a promise for us. That was a promise to say, hey, this is what it's about to look like. Be aware. But when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you are going to have a remedy. You are going to have some medicine. You will have an answer to the fear, the spirit of death, the chaos when people are looking for answers they don't need to hear revelations <laughs> okay they don't need to hear you better hurry up this is the last day yeah. <laughs> no 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 when people run in here from 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 running from war yeah. when god gathers people to his church because they're escaping war they're escaping uh, uh perverted governments they're migrating here this is canada People are here because they're, be, they're running. They're refugees here. Yeah. You think God's just trying to get them to Canada safe? No. He's trying to raise up a kingdom that will rebuild their trust, that will bring hope to them, to the hopeless. So we have to prepare ourselves, not scare ourselves. He says, here's, here's, here's promise about the last day. So there was a promise about what the world going to look like, but there's a promise about what the kingdom going to look like yeah. in the world. Yeah. But instead, this is the beginning of what was spoken through the prophet Joel. Now, what religion preaches is Matthew 24. This is what the kingdom preaches. And it shall come to pass that in the last days, when there's rumors of war, when there's earthquakes, when there's chaos, God's gonna pour his spirit out. Okay. You see, you see how we're a little more entertained by Matthew 24. Right? We could talk all day at coffee about the last days and never touch this scripture. But you bring this scripture up, it's like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know about you, but if God chose me to live in a crazy time, I need help. <laughs> so he says, I will pour out my spirit upon all mankind. All mankind. And your sons and your daughters shall what? Prophesy. They shall what? Ooh, so we're in a world that's dark that needs to hear what the light has to say. So what we can't be doing in the last days is echoing what the devil reports. Okay. All right, all right, you Christians. Hey Amen, let's do it. These dark, he says, shit, oh, prophesy. Sons and daughters, not Christians, sons and daughters. Not religion, sons and daughters will prophesy. Telling forth divine counsel. Sons and daughters will have insight in what to do in these last days. Sons and daughters. So I don't know what you're anchoring yourself to, what religion, what horoscopes, what faith, but you owe your children to be connected to light, to be connected, you know, and that's what we do with New Age and other religions. We want to call it light, but not trace where the light came from. just to help some, 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 some new agers or, or those that's just like, oh man, it's the light. You just stop at light. Well, if, if there's a light that's able to enhance your person, then there must be a person who is that light. There has to be a master source of the light. Right, you make a cake, but a cake didn't make a cake. A baker made the cake. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you can't just be like, boom, I'm just so litty in the city. Come with it. I'm about to get it. I'm litty. You're too late, too late, too late. Amen, too late. Y'all felt that though. Come on, Caleb. He says, I will pour out my spirit in, and your young men shall see visions. So why do you think the enemy is trying to sell so much vision on television, right? Why, why is there so much? There's to pervert vision. So we can't see clear. Unfortunately, we're in a time where we actually have to purge. We're not in the days where we actually hated our TV because we had to keep on hitting it. So let's just go play outside, man. This is what too much. You done ran out of foil, so you don't got no antennas. Right? That's why we was outside, because we got tired of hitting the TV. Four, yeah, five channels. Right? You gotta turn the right to the radio station, and even if you you can't get that station, it's staticky, but your song on there though. <laughs> But now, we, man, we got the whole world in our hands. We got the whole world. No matter where we go, we could go camping and we walking over by a tree trying to. Can you hear me? Is that better? Huh. Guess what? Every minute you take trying to find a signal, you never get that time back. And every minute 
you plant vain vision or no vision, you blur vision. You cannot afford in this day and time to not be sure and clear and convinced and rooted in a foundation that is sure. God, Jesus, has proven over the times he has never changed, he's never wavered. People have persecuted. Ain't it funny how they've persecuted someone who is dead and he's still proving his case to be right? He must be alive. And I don't know who this is for today, but this is a warning for your soul and your children's soul. You have to figure out a way to make sure you fight for focus, singular focus. You, can, you are responsible. You are one soul responsible for thousands. You are a sign. You're not the destination. People cannot get stuck at you because they're not clear. You ever been at a corner like? And then you just pull over, right? We're in a season where people can't afford to pull over unless the pull over is going to lead them directly to Jesus. Unless the pull over is going to be the grace of God rerouting them. Old men shall dream dreams so if you old and getting older don't be like oh this is for the young people no we need your old self to pay attention and 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 see for us because as you get older you become less distracted so we need older wisdom to pour into the young distracted Worship team, come on up. Yes, and all my men servants also, and all my maid servants in those days, y'all gotta like hurry up because y'all be distraction and I'm trying to focus on Jesus. <laughs> I will pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy telling forth the divine counsels and predicting future events pertaining especially to God's kingdom, right? The focus is not on fear, the focus on God's kingdom. Isaiah 60, in the last days, gross darkness. Let me just read this. I will reveal startling signs and wonders in the sky above and mighty miracles on the earth below. So there, this is what I do know, is because there will be false, then God has to make it very clear what's real. So I wanna make sure I position myself so nothing but pure, real, raw truth follows me. So that I can be clarity for people because he's already told me there will be false with signs and wonders. So if there's people that will be able to produce signs and wonders, just like the church, what will make the difference? You can't afford to be the, the confusion in your friends and family's life. He said blood and fire 
and pillars of clouds will appear. And I know there are scholars who say with this blood and fire and pillars of, I also want to speak to a spiritual thing. This blood represents for me and what I see um, prophetically speaking that this blood as real as the earthquakes are is the increase in murder. There is a spirit of murder raging through our world. War. There's blood everywhere. All over our soil. Whether it's cops, whether it's our own people, whether it's war, it doesn't matter. Whether it's suicide, there is blood spilling everywhere. There's a spirit of death hovering over our world. And we have been anointed for nothing else but to bring life and light into a dying world. Soul winning loosens the grips of hell off of a city and fastens the grips of grace on a soul. I'll say it again for one more patty cake. Soul winning loosens the grips of hell off of a city. Right, so the people who have ever had the grips of hell taking off of them, this is where you become, hold on, this is where you become a witness because there's people in this room still with grips on them. So if they don't see anyone excited about being free because they once was gripped, then I don't know if I want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, moving right along, soul winning loosens the grips of hell off of a city and then it fastens the grips of grace on a soul. Soul winners, soul winners draw lines in the sand. Soul winners draw lines in the sand. Soul winners stands in the gap between the persecutors and the afflicted and the, the misfit. And they say, look, you're going to draw a line and you say enough was enough. You're not going to keep throwing stones at my children, even when they're sinning. Soul winners. Fight for the loss, not condemn the loss. Not beat up the loss, but they help restore the loss. We'll pick up at John 1 in the next service, but we're going to look at how signs and wonders follow those who soul win. Today is going to be an amazing day. It already started to be an amazing morning. Lift your hands right where you are. Father, in the name of Jesus, you are worthy to be praised. Well, it's it's not going to be now because I wasn't told when I showed up. So too bad. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your tender love and mercy. I am personally grateful for saving me. I know how dark my life was. And Lord, things are so clear. The weight has lifted. Peace has entered. Fear has left. Lord, I thank you for my salvation. 
And I thank you that I am experiencing heaven on earth right now in my lifetime. I don't have to wait. Bring it down, please. I don't have to wait. But Lord, heaven is on earth as well as in earth, my body. And I, I just plead the blood of Jesus over our minds. Lord, may we be light. May we not be a part of the confusion, a part of the blurriness, the murkiness. Lord, may we not be pushing fear. There's enough fear in this world. We are people of the good news. We are the news bearers that make people say, oh really, I didn't even know that was an option. We are the secret menu. And so Lord, may we carry that to the world today. And Holy Spirit has promised, I thank you that you empower us, you infuse us, and may miracle signs and wonders follow us only so that people may know you and worship you, God. We thank you that this is a house where we house and we steward your presence, Lord. And that every single time there is evidence that you are here and alive. So I thank you that we are soul winners and that wherever we are, you have access to our lips, you have access to our hands, you have access to our pocketbooks, you have access to our feet, you have access to our minds. And Lord, we ask that you just use us, use us in the, ca in the cafe, use us at the grocery store, Lord God. But also in the process, may we not be overbearing. May we be strategic and skillful so that at that one opportunity, we present you to be loving, not forceful. That you, you, are, you are peace and not fear. That you bring comfort. That you are easy, not rushing. We thank you. And I declare over your people that your presence rests upon them. Your glory rests upon them. And we forever give you the praise in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. Give God a hand if you got anything this morning. Um, we were supposed to, uh, amen, nothing, nothing. Um, you guys good? Amen. Fine. Thank you. So, um, if you want Make Love Quest your church home, like for real though, like not, you know what I'm saying? Like you really, if Love Quest is not your church home, please find a church home. Like you need a church home in your life. You need leaders around you, you need community, you need the pastors in your life. Find a church home, find a really, really good church home. And if you need us to help you find one, trust me, we're not here to make you be a part of Love Quest. We wanna help you get rooted in the kingdom of God. And so if you need help, you need us to walk you through. If you're about to move somewhere and you're like, man, I don't know what a good church even looks like, I don't know what to look for, then, um, it's like somebody eating steak for the first time. You're like, how do you order it? And you're like, rare, medium, rare, medium, well done. How, what's, the, what's well done, right? And so sometimes you just don't know how to pick. You don't know what to look for. And so we're here to help you get rooted in the kingdom. And that's our priority. But if Love Quest is your church home and you would like to be active in it, you would like to be um, rooted in it, you would like to understand and know what is going on, 
what I'm asking you to do is sign up for foundational track in the back. This will be our last one of 2022. Do not go into the new year a wanderer. Do not go into the next year being a church groupie. Hopper. Okay? Get rooted somewhere. And then if you want to change churches on January 2nd, then go, go ahead and do it. Just don't go into the new year that way. Okay? November 26th at 10 a.m. There'll be some snacks there for all you snack lovers. And then I continue to invite people, man, to Wonder Wednesdays. It is so helpful in the middle of your week. So we do have a midweek um, experience. And right now we are talking about passion. Today's sermon, Sunday service go, sermon goes hand in hand with Wednesday. So come out and then mark it on your calendars. We will have our Christmas production. And we do, some, we do some good stuff. We got a lot of talent, and we're practicing already and uh, rehearsing, and we got some good stuff planned. Here's the dates. Saturday, December 17th at 6 p.m. And then Sunday, December 18th. Wasn't there another two Saturdays? No, too late. So we're doing a Saturday. Oh yeah, one Saturday, two Sundays, but all I see is two, one Sunday on here. But okay, that's fine. Here's the thing. Don't, like Christmas falls on Sunday. Listen, guess what? Guess what? We won't be the church that closes. Okay? Uh, we will probably shrink down our experiences but we will have a service on Christmas. Ain't it about Jesus? Okay. Amen. And then New Year's Day is on Christmas, but we always have our New Year's on Sunday, but we always have our New Year's Eve turn up. So what, what's going to happen on New Year's Day, we will only have one service, and it will be 5.30 p.m. because we're not going to leave here until probably like 2 a.m. But we're going to bring in the new year with communion and we're going to have a little concert. I will be releasing the new word for 2023. Um, we always have a theme. And so you know this, before there was a king tide, our theme for 2022, if you go ask anybody, is the king tide. Okay, the king's tide. Okay, and so uh, mark that on your calendar. And then December 11th, we will begin one of two uh, giving opportunities. It's our year-end giving, and our uh, in February, we have a big giving opportunity. And all of these finances will go towards getting this building. I will have an amount that we're believing for um, once we calculate some things. And then, uh, but December 11th, prepare a generous seed. Do we have any generosity in here? Amen. And then last two things, there is corporate prayer. I didn't mention this last week. This is not the first time our church started praying, okay? But we are starting pre-service corporate prayer at 5 p.m. So if you are part of 5.30 uh, service, come out and help us stir up the atmosphere for the evening service, which is absolutely bananas. 
5.30 just always goes off in a different way. Um, and you should want to get here early or you're going to be sitting in our beautiful tent. And then lastly, congratulations. We won Love Quest Friday yeah. night. <laughs> that was a very intense game. I did a new move that nobody ever seen. And it's called the sit on them. <laughs> Turn the other cheek. That's what it's called. Turn the other cheek. Amen. So, um, but this game is our last, our last regular season game. Um, it gets very, very intense. And then the playoff starts the following week. We need everybody to come out. It was packed. It's not no joke. Like, it's for real. And we have people that are coming to church, that want to come to church, that's asking about Jesus, that want to partner with us, all because we bring a joy into a marketplace environment. And it's refreshing to players whose dreams have been lost, and now they get to play in front of a crowd again. We are winning souls in the marketplace. So come out to the games, man. I don't know. I counted somewhere about 70 people from Love Quest, all black, somewhere around there in this small gym. And so the audience needs to increase every week for the next four weeks because this is our last game of the regular season. And then we enter the playoffs and our goal is the championship. Stand to your feet. Father, we thank you for your good you are worthy to be praised. Annabeth, close us in prayer. And you got to say all, like, you know what time it is. Get your love. You got to do all that. Okay. <laughs> she turned him red, y'all. Father God, I thank you so much for your love, for your perfect love for us. I thank you, Lord, for your word that's been spoken. I thank you, God, for revelation, for clarity, for truth. I thank you, Lord, that we will walk in truth, that we will not be people of confusion or people who um, confuse others, but that we'll just walk out our wholeness, that we'll be witnesses to you. Um, yeah, I pray, Lord, that this would just sink like concrete in our heart, God. I pray that today would be a pivot moment that when we look back, when we tell our grandkids about our testimony, that um, this right here, that the end of 2022 would be a part of our story that would yeah. go down generations and generations and generations to come. So we glorify you. We honor you in this place in our lives, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you're purging the things that are unneeded and you're filling us up with truth, with love, yeah. with wholeness. In Jesus' name, bless your people. God, we love you. We're thankful. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, we out of it. <laughs> Dramatic pause for the effect. We're out of time, but we're not out of Jesus. <laughs> so until next time, get, get your love things, Listen, thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe on all of your favorite streaming platforms and follow us on social media. You can find us on IG and Facebook at LoveQuestINTL Church. We out here. But you know what it is. You know the motto. We out of time, but we ain't out of Jesus. So till next time, get your love fixed, man.